1: Thank you for tuning in to the morning show. Let's argue with Prince Carlton on KRSM 98.9. Today we have a great, great interview with AK Kamara, uh, the co-host of the Black and Blue podcast. Um, It's a long interview, so we're going to get right into it. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and let's get into the interview. Yo, 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 we back
2: again on KRSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got a special guest in the house. Uh, So,
1: this is what we do each time we have a guest on we allow them to or or we ask them to explain themselves to our audience in their own words so just tell our audience who you are
3: yeah man my name is ak kamara i call myself a conservative opinionator and what that means is that when i go out and i talk about the things that i believe in my opinions it comes from my perspective of my life. I'm a conservative guy politically, and I didn't do that until I was in my early 20s. But that really reflects on everything that I do. Every every kind of conversation, every kind of belief structure that I have is based off of that. And so I'm a real dude. I try and impact people's lives by talking to them, getting to know them, and bringing my personal philosophy. And that's why I call myself a conservative opinionator. I've been involved in politics for 16 years in the state of Minnesota, the Republican party. And honestly, I'm all about trying to have real conversations with people about how politics can actually change people's lives, trying to get people more active and involved, having hard conversations about stuff that people might say, Oh, like, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about everything. I want to make people uncomfortable. And then I also want to encourage every single person become politically active because sometimes people are afraid like that you got to know this person or you got to do this thing. It's like, that's not what it is because government is made by the people. And so that's what I try and do. And I do that through my opinions, just kind of dropping truth. I have a TikTok, tock. Uh, you know, I got like hundred thousand followers and I write opinion pieces. I just stay active, man. I stay involved.
2: Okay. I, I got a, I got a question for you. Let's get started with the questions. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay. So, Okay, you got started 16 years ago. How did you get started with politics in Minnesota 16 years ago? How did that happen?
3: Yeah, man. So I was going to the University of Minnesota. I had uh, transferred from North Dakota, and I was like a non-traditional student, right? I already had – I got married when I was 20, and then my wife was like, hey, you should probably go and finish your high school diploma because I had dropped out when I was 17, right. and I was like, word, I probably should do that. You know, we got to build a life together. And then my dad was like, he had just got out of the out of the state penitentiary in North Dakota and he was going to go finish up his, his bachelor degree. And he's like, you should go to college. And I was like, I don't really think college is for me, dad. And he's like, no, you got to do it. It's going to set you up, blah, blah, blah. And so I started going to college up in North Dakota. And I applied to a bunch of uh, universities, you know, and I got declined. I got denied because my GPA in high school was like a 1.6.
1: And then my
3: my ACT that I took when I was 16, I got a I got a a 16 on my ACT when I was 16. And so Mm. when when the schools looked at that, they were like, nah, you know, we're good. But I found this Mm. program that accepted me up in North Dakota, and it was called the Gateway Program. So basically, um, it allows you because I was low income to be able to have an opportunity. And after two semesters, if I at least had a 3.0 GPA, they would give me a seamless transfer to the Minnesota state college university system. And mm. so at about, at the end of my first semester, I was like, Actually, now that I wanna go to school, you know and I'm married and I like, I have like goals and objectives. Like I was crushing it, man, I had a 3.98 GPA. That's what's so up. I, I looked into the records and I saw that I could be looked at as a transfer student if I had 30 credits. So by the time I was getting close to the end of my second semester, I was like, I'm going to apply to all these colleges again. And they'll look at me just as a transfer student with this 3.98 GPA. I applied to U of M and I got in. So when I started going to the U of M, I I was walking around one day on campus and I saw all these little student groups or whatever. And I was like, I should probably get involved in like a student group because I'm non-traditional. Me and my wife live like 30 miles away. You know, I drive into campus, I jump on a bus so I don't have to pay like 30 bucks a day to park. And so I got, you know, looking out of the groups and there's a group called the College Republicans. And I was like, okay, I think I want to do politics. And, you know, because I wasn't sure 100% on what my major was going to be. And I was like, but I think I'm going to go political science. And I think I'm a Republican just after I had read some books during the 2004 election, because this is like 2006. Right. And so that's how I got involved, man. I, I literally showed up. And this group is all about basically like educating college students. On the Republican Party and then getting them involved as volunteers. And so I jumped right into it, like full, full thick of it, 2006. I'm out there at like protests. I'm out there, you know, holding the signs. I'm like going to rallies. I'm all about it. Everyone's like open and embracing. And that's how I first got involved in politics, man, 16 years ago.
2: Wow. Wow. That is crazy. It's so that,
3: man, that, oh, okay. So,
2: so you found out you was uh, uh, like before that, did you take any interest into like, you know, Republicans and Democrats or anything like that before that?
3: No. Nah, so check this out. So um, when my dad got arrested and went to jail, like, you know, him and my mom, they were married and then they got divorced. My dad had some like substance abuse issues when I was five and then he got clean and then they got remarried. OK, so they got divorced when I was five and right. then we moved across the country. And then my dad came back when I was nine and he was clean. And my mom and dad got remarried to each other. And so we lived in like this low income subsidized housing in North Dakota. And then my dad started a little company and he ended up, you know, a little taxi cab business and things just weren't going real good. And he knew people in Minneapolis and he knew people out in North Dakota. And so he taxied back and forth and he was bringing stuff back and forth and they ended up catching them up because they were trying to figure out like who you get whatever from. And so all of that like we didn't care about politics in the household like my dad would sometimes talk about like Karl Marx and stuff because my dad's from Africa and he was like, <laughs> he was like for real like <laughs> but I was like whatever dad I don't care about <clears> this <throat> and so I didn't grow up with like Republican values my mom was like a Democrat like for real I, I remember like 92 you know she's big Bill Clinton supporter and I remember like uh, uh same in 98 and when all the Clinton stuff was going on my mom was like It's bad that he did it, but he's done so much good for this country. Um, And I remember like these little things, but like we weren't a politically active family. So here's what happened. When I was 20, I was working as a bill collector. And there was this other dude that was just like me who was biracial. So my dad's from Africa. My mom is white. This dude's dad is from Africa. His mom was white. And he's like, are you going to vote? And I was like, I don't know, man. I haven't voted yet. I never voted when I was 18. And he's like, well, you should. I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, do you know who you're going to vote for, though? I was like, I don't know. He's like, you're not going to vote for Bush, are you? And I was like, I don't know, man. I've heard some crazy things about Bush, but like, why shouldn't I vote for Bush? And he's like, well, it's because he's a Republican. And I was like, what's that? What's that have anything? He's like, Republicans (laughs) Republicans hate black people. And I was like, I don't know, man. He's like, let me give you this book. So he gave me a book called A Thousand and One Things Every American Should Know About African-American History. And it's not a bad read. It's got pictures and stuff because I'm not I wasn't much of a reader at this point because remember this before I went to college. And so I read this book and it's talked about the history, you know, uh, uh, of, of the free soil party and the Whig party getting together back in the 1800s and Abraham Lincoln. And I was like, word, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. And then it goes up after reconstruction talks about all these first elected uh, black members of Congress, governors, everything, are all Republican. And then, you know, it goes into like the 1920s and thirties and talks, talks about how there was started to be some more separation. And then it talks about basically the fifties and sixties that, Basically, after MLK Jr. was uh, basically released um, from prison because John Kennedy jumped in and he called the Democrat governor, and that's that basically like that sealed the deal. At that point, like Kennedy got the black vote, and then basically they're forward. So when I read all this stuff, I was like, well, that's interesting. But I still am curious about the foundations. So then I started reading about, again, this is 2004, reading about the Democrat platform and re- reading the Republican platform. And I was like, the Republican platform makes more sense to me, you know? And mm. so, you know, like, it just, these things kind of clicked. We had election in 2004. I voted Republican. Like, I only voted for president. I think it left everything. Maybe I voted for governor, too. But um, that's that was, like, all on my own. My dad was upset, man. Um, <laughs> like, like, he had just got out of prison. And, and he was like, oh, he, you know, you went and voted. I'm like, yeah. He's like, did you vote for, for Kerry? I was like. No, I voted for Bush. He's like, what? He was living, man. But uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. it,
3: wasn't like that, it was truly like I came to this on my own, and reading from like an objective perspective, it just certain things spoke to me, and we can talk about that later about like the things that spoke to me about it. Right.
1: Wow. Well, 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 I I remember what I remember about the uh, 2004 election. I remember, uh, we were we were in college. We were at Bethany, and I I, I just and. I, and I remember that I realized in that election that the winner is always the person with like the most action. Now, now the reason why I say that is that either the either either the candidate that gets the most love or it could be the candidate that get the most hate but it's always the candidate with the most attention
0: that sure. wins.
1: You know For what I'm sure. saying? And so and so which we bring it forward to 2020. It don't make sense. We can we, we, we can we can go there. We, I mean <laughs> we can do it all day. <laughs> it all day. But, oh, but oh, you know ahead. what I'm saying. But but that, that's what that's what I got from uh, uh, 2004. But, but okay, so let, let me ask you this. Tell us tell us um, about your thoughts about elections in 2004 and how that is the same or differs from your feelings about elections in 2022? Yeah, so
3: I say the biggest difference is the amount of basically uh, mail-in balloting, okay? Like that mm. is that is fundamentally the biggest difference. And, and here's the thing. When I hear people say, well, don't you think that everyone should vote? I say, yeah, I, I, I wish that every single eligible American would go and vote. I really do. But I think that you should actually have to take The time and energy to actually go to a voting location, because what that does is it is it basically weeds out the people that don't really care. Right. But when you do universal mail in voting, if you have someone that goes and they're an advocate and they're knocking at the door and say, hey, just check it out. You know, like you got that mail in ballot that got mailed to you. All you got to do is fill it out, man. And you have someone that's persistent and they keep coming back and they keep knocking. And they should just just fill it out, man. I'm mean, like, I'll, right. I'll even if you put it in the secured envelope, I can even drop it off for you, or like like whatever it might be. I think that that gets people that are are low information, low active to vote, and they can be more easily persuaded. And so that's my thing. I wish everyone would be informed, and I don't care who you vote for. Like if, if you hate every Republican and you're going to vote for the most progressive liberal but you do it because you wanna vote for those policies because you care about those policies. I'm down with that, but that's the biggest difference is that in 2020 and 2022, we had a lot of folks that were able to do low information voting. And I think that there's an actual strategy to that that the Democrats know and employ. And and I think that actually is worse for the electorate to the point that you had a lot of people in 2020 that voted for Biden, that regretted voted for Biden, but they didn't care. Cause they're like, whatever, man. You know, based off the time, like I just, I did what everyone said was the right thing to do. But now it's like they wiped their hands of it. They're like, you know, it was yeah, a vote. It is, what it is, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Let, let, let me, let me. Okay. Let me ask you. Okay. So when you, when you talk about the twenty twenty, the, tw- the twenty twenty elections and the midterms, do you think that? Because I'm a conspiracy guy for sure. Yeah. You think all of, you, Do you think all of these ballots are legit?
3: No, I don't. I So here, here's how I say it. Election fraud has been happening since voting began. Like it, And the reason why it happens is because the same way that you can speed and not get a speeding ticket, right? How many times have you ever gone over the speed limit and not got a ticket? Probably, probably like the vast majority, like 99.9% of the time if you're driving over the speed limit you probably don't get pulled over, right? Right. And so that's the thing is that you have to catch someone in order to prove that they did something. And then in order to catch someone, you have to have such a wide apparatus that's able to check, but it's hard to catch voter fraud unless someone is doing something that is blatant and obvious. And you know what I'm saying? And so I think that, (laughs) that fraud has been happening from the beginning of election time, but you can reduce that fraud when you actually have to show up in person And do something like show an ID. Now that won't get don't that won't one hundred percent get rid of fraud because people got fake IDs. Right, (laughs) right. You you can have ten different fake IDs with ten different addresses, and you can go to ten different precincts and vote. But again, when you get to that level where you're having to do all this extra stuff, it's a little bit easier to catch folks, right? You know what I'm saying? So, um, but my my whole thing is. I think that fraud happens, but is it on a wide enough scale to change the outcome of elections? I tend to believe the answer is no. I tend Mm. to believe that it might, it might change the difference in certain districts and if they really employ some of these tactics, but in the grand scheme of things, is it enough (laughs) are you getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of votes in a single state? I don't think so. I, and, and I'm open to, you know, this is the thing that bugged me the most about 2020. Is all of these these lawsuits that got brought forward were all dismissed because you know they talk they talk about standing. After the election, you no longer have standing. Before the election, they say, well, the election hasn't happened, so you don't have standing. So that's what was happening with a lot of these court cases that were being challenged. But my issue is if you don't give the people that are skeptical of the legitimacy of things that happen, if you don't give them a chance to be proven wrong or, you know, you know, right in court. Then people are gonna have that question. Now, if, if a bunch of these cases got adjudicated and we came out and they got evidence provided that showed that no, there wasn't cheating, then people would accept it. There would still be some people that'd be like, oh no, that was a that was a uh you know, a dog and pony show. Like right. this was a root <laughs> court, like this is all <laughs> fake and fabricated, but at least you would have something to point to. And that's my biggest, my biggest annoyance with 2020. And we'll see what happens in 2022, like in Arizona. Carrie Lake seems like she's going to fight it. And so hopefully a judge will hear the case and evidence will be presented and we'll get an answer one way or another. But when there isn't an answer, I don't feel like I, I people that say like, I don't believe the system. I don't feel that that's an unreasonable thing. It's just myself personally knowing politics as well as I know it and understanding people, people can be easily persuaded. And the biggest issue is when you have, Mail in ballots in absentee without any reason. Um, I think that you can really, really do some some not great things, man.
2: See, and and it's so crazy because my mom is a Democrat. Me and her talk about this stuff all the time. And like 2020 is unreal for Joe Biden to get 81 million votes. It is it, is is un it's unreal. You could pers- I don't even think you can persuade even. This man didn't leave it he didn't leave the basement. And like I was I was telling my mom. My mom is a huge democrat. I was telling my mom. I said, "Mom, okay, before I went to sleep, before I went to sleep, everybody on earth was talking about Trump is going to win. It's almost like it's like, yo, he's going to win. We know he's going to win. It's over. Six six uh, uh battleground states all he was winning every single battleground state before I went to sleep. I'm talking about 53%, 45%. Like, like 50, it, it was like it was like he had stuff in a bank. And then all of a sudden, everybody stopped counting at the same time. Stop counting. I never in my life seen anything like that before ever. Everybody stopped counting. When they come back from counting, Joe Biden is up there in the lead. I said timeout. And then they, then they lied and was talking about, yo, the, the pipe bursted in, 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 in different places. You remember the pipe? The pipe oh, yeah, bursted. God, I'm joined, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 the pipe bursted. I'm like, yo, are you serious? We come back, Joe Biden is ahead. It was so much crazy stuff going on. And, and, and see, and... It's a lot of movies. I, I I don't know if you follow some of the people, but it was a lot of movies, a lot of documentaries. It was a lot of videos that was out there that showed people driving up, putting stuff, putting big bags. You know, and and, and uh, I think it was not Fulton County. Uh, what was it? What was the county in uh in uh in Atlanta? Well,
3: you, I you, think you, there was DeKalb, Fulton, and, was uh, Fulton and then um, Cobb County. Yeah. Oh, okay. it
2: was uh, they had these people bringing in these huge black bags and they got the people scanning stuff over. They, look, they, people scanning a ballot, taking it out, scanning it again. They got all these people on videos,
1: all these people. On, but but, oh. but here, 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 here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's 2022. And nobody knows how votes get counted. No, no, no nobody knows like 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 yeah. like each state do it different you got one state that they got you got one state that's done by seven o'clock and you got mm. another state counting for three months you know what I'm saying like 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 there like there is no way for like like people to even like check you know what I'm saying like like there is no yeah. checks and balances of it it's just like yo like this is the guy that won and this is the votes we uh, that he got and so it was like who audits those votes like really nobody you know what i'm saying like like that's what i think that's why i think about
2: like i think like every single not every single i'll say most of the polling people had a red wave some of them had a red uh, tsunami and some liberal places had a red wave and a few of them had uh, I think Democrats
1: were, were going to hold, uh, a few like NBCs and stuff like that. No, but it's and, only the Democrats, only, only, not even, not even Democrat pundits, only people who work at the DNC and Democrats, the actual, actual politicians <laughs> said that we're going to wait and see what happens because we think we have a, a blah, blah, blah. But they yeah. were the only ones, right?
2: Right. But cc but, but not, but the thing is, not all of them though. Not not all, not all of them, but I but you're right, you're right. The ones yeah. who did the ones who did, they was, you know, what I mean, Democrats. But it is it's so crazy because like I believe the red wave, like the red wave, like would have happened. It would have it would have happened. The only thing about it is that when you start getting these, yo, it takes six days and six weeks and and, and two weeks to count ballots these people bringing in all type of stuff the machines breaking down machines breaking down it all over the place like to me once the machine break down and you got all the stuff going on you got to do all the stuff over again you you you, you got you just got to do it over again you can't just have people it is i i think i don't really even think majority of people believe that joe Biden got 81 million votes is no way? Is no way he got more than Barack Obama?
3: Is no way that so? I here's the thing. I think he did get 81 million votes, and, and here's the reason why. Again, I think that there's two things people didn't understand how much. Like, it just go back and, and watch all of the punditry. These people painted Donald Trump as a demon. Like, honestly, they even were pinning that the reason that people were dying from COVID was because of Trump. Remember that they were literally like, every time someone dies, it's because Donald Trump is failing. You remember Biden was <laughs> like this, like, you know, we're, we're coming up and if you sit around your dinner table and, and grandpap ain't there and, and your, your great aunt ain't there. That's a life lost because of Donald Trump. And so that coupled with, again, this universal mail-in balloting, in regards, like, if you remember, there were stories where people got 10, 12 ballots sent to their house. Now, I'm not saying that someone filled out 10 or 12. Some people could have, but I'm saying that when you got 10, 12 ballots being sent to someone's house over and over and over again, and you have the DNC and the Democrats have been amazing at actual getting out and and getting volunteers because they pay people, right? Like the George Soros, these billionaires, the McKenzie uh, Bezos, right? They out there paying canvassers 10, 15, 20 bucks an hour. And they're like, listen, go and collect these ballots. And you know, like you you can't necessarily pay people per ballot, but you know, there's all types of shady stuff. So I think that of those 81 million, I do think that yes, like it, and honestly, I think that there was fraud that happened for sure, but I don't, I I honestly think that using that mechanism of abusing the, the way that the system was set up for the lowest propensity voters they just created this narrative that Donald Trump is a demon and they made it super easy for anyone to vote that you don't even have to leave your house, man, because people are coming to your house to collect your ballot. And, and that's that's the thing to me is I think that that's most likely what the majority of these were. And, and the reason why I can say that is that when you started to see the polling coming out and you started to see that that Biden's approval rating started just dropping like a rock, it's like some people are like, oh, yeah, 81 million. Right. And I keep saying to people, yeah, because our election system in 2020 was so garbage and so easy to just get the most lowest information voter to vote for no reason. Like these are people that typically would never vote, man. Like they they wouldn't vote. And I would say on Trump's side, I would say every single one of those 75 million votes was someone that wanted to vote for Trump. Of 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 uh, Biden's 81 million probably 65 wanted to vote for him. <laughs> like for real, no, right, that, right, that's right. the way that I look at it. That, that's, I think that that is true um, more so than anything. And so to me, like like if, if you think about the two different paths, path one, it, it is internal suppression um, or we'll call it systematic corruption of a an entire, like people are stuck in ballots, uh, machines are flipping votes. You can't defeat that. Like that's impossible to defeat. On this side, you say let's let's clean up all these voting uh, garbage things of universal mail-in ballots. Let's really push hard to have show your ID when you vote, and let's not have no fault absentee ballots. That system can actually be gamed by Republicans. And if we start doing what the Democrats are doing, and we really do push out the vote effort, and then the states that they're gonna still have the no fault absentee We get as many people out there to grab as many ballots and have our own balloting harvesting. There's a path to victory. But on this path, it's hard for me to want to believe that because that means that the whole entire system is broken and that we'll never be able to win because of so much corruption. And it's hard for me to go there first. I want to go here first and see if we try our best and, and we still don't win. But this is the thing I have hope because look at Florida. What did Ron DeSantis do in Florida? Okay. He got rid of universal mail-in ballots. He yep. added voter ID, which I think uh, Florida's had it for a little while, right? So, like, it cleaned up the voting, right? And so it cleaned, what up, it
2: cleaned up the cheating. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah? It, it,
3: it, it, it not only not only just the cheating, but it also got rid of people that don't care about voting because you can't go and harvest ballots. So right. the dude that's sitting in his house that might be hearing Ron DeSantis as a demon. They get a knock on the door and say, "Hey, man, we got to get you out to vote today." And they're like, "Huh, eh, I want to play Xbox or whatever right. kids are playing these days, or you know what I'm saying?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of saying, "Just reach over there, move off the Cheetos, and grab that ballot and just sign it and put it in the secured envelope, and I'll take it in for you," you can't do that. So right. if you can't get that dude to get up to go vote, that's what I think. So I, that's what gives me a little bit more hope. I'm not saying that you're wrong, brother. I'm just saying, right. in order for me to get to that point like I don't want to be on this side where it's like it's hopeless and it's pointless and the whole system is rigged so bad that we can't win. I want to be over here and I want to see what this can do and, and 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 try and give people hope because on this side it's hopeless. Just don't even vote. It's a waste of your time. This side still vote. We just got a better strategy and we have to we got to get some of these laws changed.
2: Right, right, right. Hold, hold on a second. See, and it is like I I I get, see I get that. See, the only thing is like it's hard for me to you, like, okay, so it was uh, like, I remember they, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what it was, but I remember they had this thing where all of the former prior presidents, when you won, you had this many bellwether, bellwether, uh, 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 you won this many, you had, you won this many counties, you won this many, da 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 da. da. Everybody completed all of those things except for Joe Biden. For I know, Except for Joe Biden, and and, and it, it, it is so crazy because it's so crazy because he's the guy who didn't leave his basement. Not only is that the six states stopped counting all at the same time when Donald Trump was ahead, and I see these videos. Have you have you seen two thousand mules? Have oh you yeah. Seen 2000? Yeah, 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 Like, 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 like it's, it's it's hard for me, and it's so crazy because they had these stories. People told their stories that they seen people come in, FedEx come in, uh, different trucks come in, and they got videos of all of these people doing these things, and they showed these this stuff in court. You know, and these people and the judges still wouldn't take it up. So it's kind of it, it's it's real hard for me to put like all of those pieces together, right? And then me say, "Oh, okay, like it's nothing." Like like it, to me, it definitely was a big, a huge sting going on, and that's the way that Joe Biden won because it's like I understand that that people like might not like or hate uh, 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 Donald Trump, but the thing is. Nobody loves, nobody loves Joe Biden. Nobody loves no, nobody really loves Joe Biden. And and, and oh, and you when you mix it with the Dominion machines, I, I don't know if you see on CNN. It was a CNN one. They had Donald Trump up. They had Joe Biden down. And it goes and, and did you see it? Up, man. Exactly. Yeah. It, it? Exactly, exactly. It's hard. It's hard for me to look and see all of this stuff that I seen and then be like. Oh, it was fair because because it is because when I look at it, I'm like, nah, it's no way, it's no way on earth that 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 he could get 81 million votes because he didn't beat Donald Trump. Now, 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 now I, I know I'm long winded. <laughs> I, I know no, I'm we got some other I, questions I, I, to get to. <laughs> I know, <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, um, me and Sedge was talking the other day, and he said the exact same thing. He said, "Yo." Why don't Democrats, why don't Democrats do the I mean, why don't Republicans do the same thing? Why don't they cheat back? I told him, I said, you know what? If the FBI, the CIA, is totally left-wing people at this moment in time, they're so left-wing, they're with the Democrats, they with everybody on the left. If they saw anybody especially Trump if they see anybody trump next election he runs and they see that we're trying to do something that could be kind of sneaky or we're doing something it'd be all over the news all over the news whenever whenever the epoch times or anybody has anything about uh uh uh, uh 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 elections on the on the other side that they that the Democrats was dishonest NBC don't cover it ABC don't cover it CNN don't cover it. Nobody covers it. But if Donald Trump and the Republicans were to try and do this stuff, they will automatically be like, oh, they've been saying that we were the cheaters. But look, they're really the cheaters. Here it goes. Front page dude, New York Times. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So so I, I agree. I don't think that we counteract cheating by cheating. I think that's a terrible like it just like you just said, <laughs> like That's you know, what I'm obviously, it's like that'd be the perfect trap, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, do like what we're doing, and then they're gonna hammer it. I'm right. saying that we need to use all of the legal methods that Republicans have been apprehensive about. So, again, Republicans are all about what showing up to vote in person on the day of election, correct? Like, yes, like statistically, all across <clears throat> the board, when you look uh in, in most places a higher a significantly higher percentage of people in which states that allow mail in balloting and no fault absentee ballot they show up in large numbers on election day versus democrats don't so if you make it that it's more of a of a you got a one day thing cool but if you can't do that then we have to be a ballot harvesting legal ballot harvesting machine we have to be the ones going in Knocking on doors, telling people, hey, hey, early voting starts today. Like, like if you want an absentee ballot, you just got to fill out this form. The state's gonna send it to you. And let's let's do a ballot harvesting operation, a legal one. So like ballot harvesting is legal. And I think uh 31 states, 31 states ballot harvesting is legal. And so mm. you can go and collect a ballot on behalf of someone else to a certain degree. In Minnesota is supposed to be three you can collect three ballots. And then there is a provision that says for people that you have a personal connection with, you can collect their ballot. So like if your mom is infirmed or you know something like that, you can collect those ballots. But if you remember, back in 2020, there were some things going on in the Cedar Riverside area in which there yeah. are FBI investigations that have been reported in which there are allegations in which there, are, there were people that we're harvesting, um, you know, 50 of those ballots and things like right. that, like just going buck wild on it. I'm saying Republicans, we don't need to do that. We don't want to be breaking laws. I'm just saying within the confines, if we can harvest three ballots per person, then let's go and harvest three ballots per person. If that's a thing, if we can't change it because we're not going to be able to change it. You know, you got a a Democrat governor control the house and control the senate. They're not going to get rid of that because they know that that's their bread and butter is convincing people with their ground game apparatus to vote early. And so that's that's just the thing is we have to play understanding that even though that goes against what Republicans typically do, which is we vote on election day, we have to counter that. But do it legally. Don't don't do the cheating (laughs)
1: because
3: we'll get caught up, like you said. They're waiting for that to happen,
1: right? Like, I, 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 absolutely. They want it to heavy is the head when the crown got weight to it. But as heavy as an anvil, case to it. Deal with life on a case by case basis. They want to crack the case. DNA, they can't trace it, of course I'm blind Like the color of the lines Amazing, takes a day, but my art takes its time Might not heal from me, but bet I ain't missing, just paying off this debt From overcharge tuition My shots is ill vibes Cause I'm hard to coach They spend a whole day worshiping brain to they toast, as I propose one Line is black and action like a showgun. with But tuck mine's in, but for y'all I'm about to show something and give it away But my wife wouldn't let me a big fish tramp water like a jet ski It's funny how the government wanna press me Cause I ain't let these demon doctors possess me might not get away with this one We all want rewards One day, we gotta risk one Down in the fourth But still calm like the first quarter I understand that the Lord is the first order Might not get away with this one We all want rewards One day, we gotta risk one Up in the fourth But still calm like the first quarter I understand that the Lord is the first yeah. order Hey yo, y-
0: heavy is the head They wanna please God Bird is lighter But you feel the dread So it seems odd Under fire Hanging by your thread Taking means God Wonder why it ain't nobody dead Damn relief's far But them climbing bandaged up my hands ripped my sleeves off, grunting while abandoning my flesh Look to Jesus, all this time I handle in this mess Got me steamed up, underlying anger in my chest Got my knees tucked, done with practice Man on my defense like a marine punch Plus I'm tired, man it's up ahead but gotta keep up Clutching flyers, had a tighter grip till I seized up Tumble dry attempts within my midst But when that breeze come... Thank you, Might God. not get away with this one yeah, It's so glorious, overwhelming, you're boring You're like confined to the royal suite at the Waldorf Astoria. story You pray I remain a warrior, leading the way for more of us Understanding that God is the first order in all of it Might not yeah. get away with this one. We all want rewards, one day we got a wrist work Up in the
1: fourth but still calm like the first quarter I understand that the Lord is the first order,
2: bang See, my, my thing, like like I, I feel like the fix is in because some of these, some of these Democrats, they don't even campaign. That's how you know they cheated. It's like, just imagine if I'm playing against Michael Jordan, right? I'm playing against Michael Jordan and I don't practice at all. I don't if I'm boxing Floyd Mayweather and I don't, and I don't, I don't buy I, I, I don't, I don't practice, I don't go train. Some of these, a lot of these Democrats, they don't debate, they don't campaign, and they show up and they won. By sixty percent, no, no, they, no they, because they, 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 they won by
1: sixty. Let me say this: they don't even try. No, but no, no, <sighs> because, because the reason, reason, the reason is because they operating off of off of fear. So what they are gonna do? No, no. Here's what I'm saying. Okay, you you take what happened in Minnesota. You take Tim Walls, who who didn't show up to a couple debates, didn't want to do a few debates, uh, uh but. The ad money that that every time you go to YouTube, every time you watch Hulu, every time you watch anything, they're telling you that Dr. Scott Jensen is going to take your right to have an abortion away. So literally, he just poured money into something that he knew was a big issue and that scared people because because the, because the what would you say he didn't do that or did he do it? I'm not saying uh, no. no,
2: You're looking at a specific case because you know a lot. A lot of of these Democrats across the whole country, across the whole country, they're not. They're they're, they're not not
1: debating. No, I'm agreeing with you. If you would calm down, okay. You are agreeing with me? Okay. All right, we good. (laughs) What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Roe v. Wade was such a big topic. And a lot of what uh, these Democrat politicians, a lot of their track records aren't that great. So why are they going to stand? Why are they going to stand a debate about their track record that isn't that isn't great? Instead, they're going to hide and run ads that's going to scare people into voting for them. And that's the reason why. That's the reason why I think a lot of them you didn't see as much because they don't want to talk about their record. They rather talk about. A big topic like Roe v. Wade, which in some places wasn't even was even up for a change or whatever in the state or whatever. You know what I'm saying?
2: I, I guess, man. But let's
1: I, ask, I, let's ask AK. Let's ask again. How, how you how you feel about how you right. feel about uh, how do you, how do you feel about I, I would say the Roe v. Wade ads ran by we start with our state ran by Tim Walls when abortion is was not even on the ballot.
3: Yeah. So 100. percent to your point said is that when you can outspend to that high degree, and this happened across the board, this is not just Minnesota, but in Minnesota, okay, Democrats outspent Republicans 30 to one. Every $1 that a Republican would spend on advertising, the Democrats spent 30, okay? So that's why it felt like every other commercial you saw was by a Democrat attacking A Republican, right? So that, that's that's just what it is. And to your point, Prince, when you say like these people aren't going out there, uh, you know, LeBron, if you got to play up against LeBron and you ain't even practicing how you think you're going to win, what if you knew that in order to win, like in order to score a point, all you had to do is get people to cheer louder for you. And so what you did is instead of spending any time training to actually go there and score points based off of bacon baskets, you just went... And you got everyone in that stadium to cheer louder for you. You found a mechanism to make them cheer louder for you. That's, that's what the Democrats did. And so that this is their strategy is that they know that fear works. Roe v. Wade was something that, that drove fear. And if you remember when Biden made that speech in Philadelphia in front of that like the red-black background, there was like the red on the, the blue yeah on the yeah Yeah, video, yeah, 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 the
2: Sith joint.
3: <laughs> right, and he was like, extremist MAGA Republicans. If you, it's, because I pay attention to stuff, after this, I saw, every ad I saw that came from a left attacking a Republican was extremist, extremist. Right. And, <laughs> and, and after this election, these Democrat strategists were like, Yeah, our extremist message worked. Like that was the cord. That extremist message of like democracy is at threat. The woman's right to reproductive rights is at you know, is being threatened. And that fear coupled with having an overwhelming amount of money to be able to play to people's emotion, coupled with the ease uh, at which people can do mail-in balloting. All of that is a perfect storm. And honestly, it caught Republicans kind of off guard. Now, here's the thing. In general, the average American citizen is more likely to hear what we have to say. Those of us that are right of center, and so we honestly feel like we don't have to play these same type of tactics, and that we can win. You know, straight up. The problem is, is that when you're outspent thirty to one, it happens. There's plenty of people that have beat people <clears throat> that have been outspent thirty to one but you have to be on your game and you have to have the support of the people. And that's honestly, I think that's where Republicans failed in places, even like Minnesota. I love Dr. Jensen. I think him and Matt Burke are amazing, but they didn't start going over North and over South and over to St. Paul until like a month and a half before election. If they would have been out there six months, I think you would have seen a monumental shift. And I know that time money resources, right? Like There's only a finite amount of places and time and and all that stuff. And when you don't got a bunch of money coming in, you have to be able to have your thing. But that's the difference is that you have to have a movement of people all across the state. And that was also on the Republican Party. And I think that that happened in multiple places across this country, that the Republicans felt the strategists and the people that put money into these campaigns said, hey, historically speaking, when you have a president that has this terrible of an approved rating when you have inflation at 40 year highs when you we have crime that's guess, spiking, like and gas you know, how... that we don't have to put the money we don't have to have the ground game they were they were betting on it and i think that's that's what it was now don't get me wrong republicans didn't lose as bad as everyone thought they would but we didn't perform historically <clears throat> we didn't have the sweep we didn't get up to 250 in the house you know we got we're probably going to end up with 222 223 bobert today her her challenge yeah, she is won yeah yep so it's like like with 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 this type of stuff we still had some we still had wins um and did you guys see that joint yesterday where uh uh you had Comer and and um uh jordan come out and they're like we're investigating joe biden for yep. Human trafficking, yeah, like and 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 fraud and all this stuff. Yeah, that's what the power of having that house is. So, I'm still hopeful that we can get some stuff out of here. You know,
2: yeah, yeah. I I, I believe, I I believe, I believe we we I believe we definitely could get some. We could get some stuff out of here. I I I just like see, like man, me. I just be thinking to – I I think the see i just be thinking a lot the 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 fix bm before the 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 fixed bm before a lot of stuff happens man did, did you did you see that uh they had the uh, I think they shared this on uh gateway pundit I, I'm not sure what, why where I saw this at. do you see the the, the Scott, Dr. Scott Jensen and uh, uh uh Tim Walls the 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 uh it, it was the 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 uh what, what was it the the ballot drop the the I forgot the vote, the vote or, or the machine, something like that, I forgot what it was. Well, you you on mute, Cedric, take yourself off mute.
1: Dang, my bad, no, no, I've been having troubles with my mic, that's why I've been going on mute. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 no, no. but it was, it was like, like the meter, they moved at the exact same, yeah, same yeah. exact meter at the exact same time, and they're, they're like, they're, it's virtually impossible. For the for, for their votes and their counts to be meter and, and mirrored to the exact in the exact it, same like
2: every time every time every time jitsu yeah. got something waltz went up every time and and see and this same tactic is used with the Dominion with with, with the same machines and, and they show it happening in multiple different races. You know what I mean As my thing is just like is other things working at it's other things that's that's working at hand. There's it, it, a lot of stuff that is real hard to explain. It, it's like we, I feel like if we, I feel like when you get into the people who get those ballots at the end of the night, they be counting them things. I feel like the Republicans, we could do that. But I feel like the only thing that happened to our stuff, go, in that, it go right in the trash over there. They, they found, a, did they find some ballots in the river? And, uh, 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 uh was we, we, like, we're like, <laughs> like,
3: Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, it's like so much, it's, it's so much, like, like, that's, I, every, that's what I'm saying, though. Uh, every, it's, it's so much, it's so much funny stuff going on that is like, it's so much funny stuff going on that is like, unless you're in, unless you're in there like actually watching and seeing everything that's going on, monitoring every truck. Like I would trust it a little bit more because a lot of these counties, if, if you look it up from 2020 and I think it was a couple from this year, these people got more votes than the state they live in or more votes than the counties that they live in. You know what I mean? More balance. You know what I mean? More balance coming back than the actual population. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's it's hard. It's like, once you see that, once you see, oh, we we got two thousand ballots come back from a place that has six hundred and thirty nine people. It's like right there. It's like, yo, it's wrong already. We don't even got to think. We don't got to do nothing. It's just like it's cheating somewhere. Obviously, you know what I mean. And and, and and unless they like grew grew some humans or something, you know what I mean. It's like a, a lot of this stuff. I it, I I. I when you when we done when we done with this i want you to check it out that, that is it's been it's like a lot of tons of places that have more uh, uh uh votes than the actual people that live in the city or live in the town and stuff like dating back to 2020 and uh and, and this and this current uh, uh midterms
3: that just happened
2: you know what i mean and, and it is right
3: so i so i was just gonna say that what i've seen um, is that there is a little bit of a, a conflation. Most, most counties will say, here is our total voting strength based off of registered voters, <clears throat> right? And those registered voters, if you're in a state that allows same-day registration, there's no way to tell, like if someone shows up and they say, here's my proof that I live in this district and I want to register to vote today, then you're registered to vote. So a lot of that, that's what gets conflated is that like, if you had a higher voter turnout than the amount of eligible voters, because you got to remember this, um, Minnesota has some of the highest voter percentage turnouts. In 2022, we had 61% of eligible voters vote, right? Of eligible voters vote. That now, now, just to keep that in perspective, that means that there was, 39% 39% of the people that could have voted that did not. And so okay. what you find is like certain areas will have a much higher turnout because of the apparatus I was talking about earlier of like some of the different systems that they use. Minnesota does same day registration. Minnesota doesn't require you to have to use an ID, right? You could go and grab a van, 10, 15 people, bring them to a polling precinct um, in Minneapolis, which I've literally seen this happen before when I was at the University of Minnesota and I was doing election poll watching right on behalf of uh, Senator Norm Coleman because that's what you got to do like you have to watch the polls not in the Republican areas we're good there right right <laughs> got go to the Democrat areas. <laughs> they're highly populated right and that that's where a lot of the shenanigans stuff come up and then if you find someone that is an eligible voter in the state of Minnesota they can challenge the validity of a voter now they can't stop them from voting they can say I challenge that person Right. And then the election judge at that precinct has to take down information and they'll make the final decision. They get the final say. They can say, okay, let's 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 uh, ask for some more information. And then they can say this person isn't an eligible voter. And you have the ability to say, I, I find like, let's say you saw the same van pull up to a different precinct. You say, Call that precinct and say, Did you have some of the master's description and make you shut that stuff down? But the point is this that when it comes to you know, looking at that information and saying, well, you had an area where more people voted than the population that 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 hasn't happened. It's more people voted than the registered voters. But because most counties, less than 50 percent on average vote for a midterm. Um, it actually it doesn't disprove anything. And I I just say this, like I I love, 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 love hearing about conspiracies, because I think it challenges people to question the reality that they're, they're choosing to accept without challenging anything. Right. So like when I watch 2000 mules, when I talk about this stuff, I'm saying I'm open to the possibility that there is a machine that is running that is far more deceptive. But I also believe that, you know, how's the saying go Um, that, that uh, correlation does not equal causation. Right. Like, like that is true. Like in, in the, the law of numbers, when you talk about, All these statistical numbers that no president has ever hit all checked all the boxes like Trump did and still lost, or the opposite, no president has ever not checked any of these boxes and still won. It doesn't say that it couldn't happen, it just says statistically an anomaly. And that does that, that may that should make you question stuff, but it also can't make you prove anything because there are when something happens that's once in a million, it doesn't mean it could never happen, it just means that it's. One in a million to happen. And sometimes there are people, like like, there's a couple of people that have won multiple lotteries and some people think that there's a conspiracy. But again, sometimes that's what happens. And so that's where I always come to is I won't make a definitive belief or statement unless I can prove something. But I'll always say, I will never dismiss someone and say, oh, you're crazy. I think that's stupid to do. Like Even the flat earth people, I'll be real. The flat earth people, man, I love looking at the stuff and I, I, I'll i say this, I don't know. So when I, like, when I see like the like, <laughs> Hubble telescope, I, say, Listen, I I tend to believe that, that our earth is a globe and that, you know, gravity exists and all these things. But I, I, I if, if if you can show me <laughs> proof that we're on a flat disk and we are moving through and all, I'd be like, yeah, because I, I, right. I don't call those people crazy. And that's that's why I'm always at, man, is like it could be exactly what you're saying, Prince. This right. could be this foregone conclusion, this, this corrupt, dirty system. It could be. right. It, but that's why we need to investigate. And my thing is if we investigate, we show stuff, and then it helps to say, okay, well, the chances that this still is happening, then, yeah, you know, some people refuse to let go. Like a lot of the Q folks, they were like right. – you know March 23rd, Donald Trump is going to assume presidency, and it never yeah. happened, yeah, and yeah, I absolutely. Said, like, I like to hear it, but like, it didn't happen, bro. So, like, now, absolutely, yeah, you know,
2: yeah, you, you bro, know, it's crazy. Q, 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 see, Q was right a lot
1: too, though.
2: <laughs> oh, I know, <laughs> you know, what I mean, Q was right, he was wrong, he was wrong, but he was right
0: a lot too. Yeah. Like the b- b- i for powder or maybe navy. Lately, can't seem to get it right, and only God can save me. I'm feeling indigo, shooting for Kansas City Royal. I'm bad with money, gamble on my dream like Billy Hoyle. The world been trying to hustle me since I could even crawl. Trying to copy them, a game of horse, but this ain't basketball. Off the floor, off the scoreboard, no rim, no cross, no crown, no peace unless you know him. But I've been blue for a minute, the world blew very sinning. Trying to drop classic the classic, I'm putting on a clinic. What's my percentage from the field? Tell him keep it real, but that ain't in the cards, especially if. They won't even deal They say I show both But that's a bunch of speculation Thought I slammed up the devil Who won't even regulation I rejoice every day But yet I'm still blue Trusting in his work for some days I just don't feel new He's got an ill crew Praying the Lord will chill you Cause Satan looking for some new ground That he can drill through Destroying your home So he can build shopping malls, Selling every addiction in sight You trying to cop it all Pills to numb the emotion You trying to pop it all Witty serving come with a spike Just like his volleyball The world is pretty Till we see it with no man up, Dreamers need not be pretty, but we need to wake up. Life is so blue, it's just a color near you. Can we change it though? Or is it just the way to go? Life is so blue, color near you. And life wear you down You wonder why you Take a couple clouds And color your mood Sky blue My cousin banging So it's to the streets That he addicted He claiming crypts So when he speak The alphabet's restricted So I don't understand a lot When he be texting me Cause whole life is blue That's all he expect to see Ain't trying to find A bright side in the longest way. the powers in his life The world proved to be the strongest And it's so blue Life is so blue A color near you Can't be changed, though or is it just the way it goes? Life is so blue. A color near you. Can we change it though?
1: Don't have anything to do with the election, but this is a big topic. Speaking of uh, flat earthers, uh, what's, what's going on with Kyrie right now, man? I'm about to ask that. No, no. Hold
2: on. What, 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 how do you <laughs> like feel about blink Kyrie? Twice, and- Kyrie.
3: Blink twice, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
2: how, how, how do you feel about Kyrie and Kanye? Let's talk about that.
3: Yeah. So he, here's how I feel, man. <clears throat> so I I uh, have been involved with uh, Israeli stuff. Since I was in college, so when I was in the college Republicans, um, I got kind of recruited. Maybe that's not the best way to say it, but uh, people reached <laughs> out to me and they said, "Hey, we think one day you're going to be a government leader." Okay, and again, this—I don't want to make this sound like a conspiracy. Just uh, hey, uh, it, it sounds uh, like one already. <laughs> but what they do is they they pick student leaders all across the country, and then they they send them on a two-week trip to Israel. Okay and and you know they put you up you don't gotta pay nothing uh you got a little security guard for for your trip and they teach you about the history of israel and how important the relationship is between israel and the united states from and it's called the organization is called apac american Mm. Israeli public affairs committee okay right so Mm -hmm. i i was one of 50 student leaders that was picked in 2010 and i went to israel with 50 other student leaders across the country right and we all kind of stay still stay connected it's kind of a trip because these people were really good at finding out who was going to be because like in this group there's like i'd say half half of them are elected or hold high positions um you know with mm-hmm. within big companies and stuff like that and so like so I get picked, right? I, I, I go to Israel. I'm learning all this stuff about Israel, <laughs> and, and 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 I actually got to learn a lot about the history of Israel that I never knew. I went to um, uh, uh what's it called? Uh, Yad Vashem, which is like the the Holocaust uh Memorial Museum, and then we went to the the actual like security wall, like their border wall is out of control good dude wow. and so my point is i learned a lot about israel and then i also learned a lot because i took a semester um basically uh, before that before i went to israel i took a semester and it was about the israeli-palestinian conflict right historical perspective at the u that was definitely like more favorable towards the palestinian side and yeah. i was again i'm open to it right my dad's muslim uh, sure. He was Muslim before he passed away, so I know a lot about Islam uh, and, and whatever. So, t- to your point though, about like what do I think about this stuff? I think that the per- the perspective that gets put on is that like asking these questions about what what's the deal with the Jewish people's control, right? Like let's let's be very candid about it. Is that there are a lot of Jewish people in the financial sector and entertainment and all these different things. And I actually had this conversation with my younger brother, by the way, and and I I, I said to him, I said, you need to understand something, though, about the Jewish people. The Jewish people throughout history are one of the most consistently um, attacked and abused people of all of history. Like you go back through history, the Jewish people have been under assault. They just like they keep getting enslaved and then kicked out and then, you know, genocided and then kicked out and moved around. And so when you look at the lead up to World War II and, and what, what Nazi Germany did, they dispersed Jewish people basically all over the globe. And right. there was a bunch of Jewish people trying to come to America and America's like, ah, eh, we don't want you weirdos. Like you guys are weird. You got this weird little religion or whatever. And right. yes, some of them did establish themselves. But after World War II, when you look at how Israel was, was created, um, there was people that were being turned away because like the, the people that ended up for going to back to Israel... Were a bunch of World War II soldiers, right? That had fought the, you know, fought the the Germans, but they fought, you know, in Russia or they fought for the, in the UK, right? Like they were they were fighting against the Nazis, and they had all this training. And they're like, "What if we just create our own state for our own people so we can protect us? Because every time we're in another country, we get screwed because they're not our people, right?" So just mm-hmm. think about that for a second. And that's only in the '40s that this happens, right? And right. so they started making, you know basically making a call to everyone saying if you're if you're of this ancestry we don't care where you are in the world you need to come here because you're our people and we'll protect ourselves and so you get this insane diverse group of people like if you go to israel man it will blow your mind flipping through the tv stations there's like 50 different languages like i'm not joking man like like people they try they try um hebrew you know and, and they want people to learn Hebrew and learn like, you know, the, 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 the ancestral tongue and stuff like that. But yeah, there's Russian channels, there's Portuguese channels, there's Spanish ch- like for real, like there's right. all these different languages. And so the reason I say all this to talk about Kyrie and, and talk about Yay is that when you understand that this is such a, a diverse group of people that are still of the same ethnicity, but they are so diverse in what they do. It makes perfect sense that when they were established in different countries and having that very vast network of wealth and having that common bond, that that's why they have so many power you know positions of power. It's a very well connected uh, ethnicity of people. So it's like when I think about like Black Panther, right, Wakanda. So let's say you had a bunch of Wakandans and they were spread throughout the entire globe and they had the ability to move their wealth. Because they had that common bond, like these are our people, right. then it would make sense that that they would be able to be in all of these different positions uh, all these different uh, positions everywhere. And so, I think that from Kanye and from from Kyrie's perspective, they're looking and they're saying, "Okay, listen, you tell us that there is this machine that works against us as as a as a black man, right. as a black people, and when I look and see who's at." the tops of these, these machines, there's a lot of Jewish people. So maybe right. it is the Jewish people that are actually trying to hold us back. And I actually don't like that because I don't like to loop any group of people based off of, uh, uh, you know, an immutable trait. Right. I don't care if everyone that did it was uh, Chinese and I'm not talking about like the, like CCP, but if you are ethnically Chinese, I don't think that, there's anything about you that is inherently good or bad. Same with if you are ethnically Russian or, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, absolutely. But the problem is, I think that within the black community, we have been told our entire lives that there is this apparatus that we have to fight against. And it is, it is white people. I made a TikTok video on this and it didn't get any play, which didn't surprise me. But I said, <laughs> Listen. I said, we, we've been told that The reason that we're not able to achieve the success that we, that we are capable of is because there is this supremacy that's been holding us back and stopping us and suppressing us. And if you take that and then you go to the next level and say, okay, fine. Yes. Let's say, I believe that white people are holding us back. you say, but what, what white people, because white people doesn't mean anything anymore. Like there's a bunch of different types of white people, right? Right, There's Italians, there's Irish, whatever. And you say, wait, wait, wait. A lot of these people are Jewish. That's weird. And that's where I think it comes from. I think it comes from curiosity. And then when you start to ask questions and the whole world comes down on you, you want to know what that does? That confirms a suspicion that you had. And it actually makes it worse. And so instead of having the conversation, they're like, oh, no, you can't talk about this. And then so anyone that already had an inkling of like, you know, there might be a point to this, but we can't even talk about it. Otherwise... You get shut down. You're poor. You get whatever. Like you don't get to live in society anymore. You're anti-Semitic. That actually hurts the actual conversation, Man. and then it actually makes people feel like, see, they're protecting their own, and we were getting close to the truth, and now we've been shut down in silence. And so it actually makes it worse because if okay. you remember, you remember Nick Cannon. Yep. Yeah. Remember when, yep. when? Remember when this happened with Nick Cannon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yep. and that's, that was, that was like, again, a, a, a public person. And then he came back on reform, but we didn't have a conversation. And then this is exactly what's happening. We're now Kyrie. Like, I don't know, man. Like they got
0: him. They got
2: Kanye. Hey, yeah, yeah. Kanye lost 2 billion in two days. I, he he won the argument. To me, it, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, once that happened, you, you gotta be like, Time out. This but, is what but,
1: but, he was saying, and this is what is happening to him. You know what I mean? This but, is exactly but, what is happening to him. But here's here's the thing, though. And this is one of the things that I think that um that uh we we got we gotta wrap up because we about over an hour. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but hey man, we could do
2: this for yeah, Apple, yeah, we man. Do this all I know, man. <laughs> but, but,
1: but one of the things is that is that especially in the music business, you hear you hear black artists, and we know about black artists from the past, it's like oh. Uh, James Brown had a bad contract. Rita Franklin had a bad contract. Uh, uh, this person used to write all the Elvis songs, and he died broke. Uh, uh, then, when you get to the movie business, oh, uh, Hattie McDaniel's couldn't even go to the Oscars. Uh, 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 this black person had to play this demeaning role just to get in a movie. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's it like it is like we 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 keep talking about the entertainment industry the music industry, uh, the media, and we keep just having just those labels. But then at some point, we have to elevate the conversation and say, okay, let, let me not say entertainment. Who is running entertainment? Let me not say music business. Who's running the music business? Let me not just say media. Who's running the media companies? You know what I'm saying, and then when you go in, into that area, that's the conversation that Kanye West was having. You see Damn. what I'm saying? So, 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 it, it, it's really to me, it's really just a time of exploration because Kyrie didn't even say anything. No, he didn't. He he just tweeted. He just tweeted a documentary, and, and, and like I like I told my brother, I said, "Yo, yo, I, all I watch is documentaries." I watch documentary. I watch new. I watch documentaries I've never seen before. Probably four or five times. He a real. Week.
2: He a real old head. He a real. Yeah, I'm a real old, old head. head. He sit on I, his couch. I, he sit on his couch and watch World War World War Three films yeah. all
1: day long. Yeah, yeah I, I even watch. Uh, oh, I think I think my mic. Oh, I think my mic. More. It,
2: it was sounding good.
1: Oh y- y'all can hear me. See, I, I can't hear myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, you no, sound good. Yeah, you sound good. Oh, oh, oh dang. Okay, yeah. It, it, well, it must be going out of here. That's that's great. Oh, okay. I need a new box anyway. Okay, yeah. but um, but but like I told my brother, I said I watch documentaries all the time, right? And one thing about documentaries is you will love a documentary, but then you will say, twenty five percent of that I don't I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fifty percent, fifty percent of that mm, I, I can kind of get with that, but sixty percent of it I love. That's the nature of documentaries. So it's yeah. like so it's like for him to tweet a documentary and them to come back and be like, well, what didn't you like about it? And what did you like about it? And tell me exactly. It's like, it's just like any documentary. You're going to fall in love with some of it and some of it you're going to get, you're gonna yeah, away, you going to throw away. And if if Amazon has to get rid of the documentary Hebrews to Negroes, then that means they're gonna have to get rid of probably all documentaries because right now I can go on Amazon and watch twenty Hitler uh, documentaries up there right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, what yeah. are we gonna do?
2: Yeah, that, that, that's why they can't but, take it.
1: Yeah, so that's the
3: thing, though. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, this is a this is a lesson of why censorship doesn't work. All it does is propagate more people to say, nah. So, like, my whole thing, like, I listen to uh, uh, the Lex Friedman podcast with Ye, right? And and I thought that was actually pretty good. And then I watched the Ben Shapiro one after that. Um, and I think the problem that people have, and, and this this happens a lot. This and I, You can interject whatever ethnic group you want. When you start to ask questions as someone that is not part of that group, you will be viewed as a bigot, an anti-Semite, a racist for just wanting to have a conversation because not everyone can know everything. And so here's the thing is that the conversation that Ye was you know, trying to have, and the question he was asking, when you watch that podcast with with Lex Friedman, they had a real conversation and they were able to actually move the conversation forward. But at the end of the day, like that's what Kanye needed from the beginning. But when they come down so hard on him right. and you turn a man that's worth you know, 3 billion or whatever his worth was. And you, you, you take away that all you've done is confirmed to him that what he thought was true is literally true. Right. Like, and that's what you do, man. Like if, if, if you had someone that was asking questions, let's take like a white man. And he was like, you know, I'm afraid that that uh, illegal immigrants are going to, you know, take my job I and mean, not even legal. It's just go just immigrants in general. And you start to ask some questions, and everyone's like, You're a racist, you're a white supremacist, and then you lose your job. What do you think has happened now? Right. You've just confirmed that there must be something, and that's the problem.
2: Yeah. The the way
3: to handle people's ideas that you don't like, you got to have a deeper conversation and get to the same level. You still might walk away being like, I don't believe you, but I promise you this, you'll be a lot closer to saying at least someone heard me out. I was able to tell them how I felt. I was able to hear how they felt and, and they didn't shut down the conversation because that's the thing is if you shut down someone's conversation, they don't just die. They right. still exist <clears throat> absolutely. and their brain still works. So all you did is help confirm something that they had already thought, but now they're not going to come out to you anymore. They're going to go back to their group, go find a circle of people that agree with them that they don't get to challenge anything. That's quite literally how every supremacist group has ever worked. Uh, I, I, absolutely.
2: Oh, okay. We 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 we, we, gonna, we gonna play. We gonna I'm gonna play this game real quick. We just gonna. I'm just gonna give you some 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 names and some stuff, and you just tell me how you feel how you feel about those things. How we got like what what four minutes, five minutes, two minutes? Well, we I know we yeah we
1: yeah let, get... let, 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 let's do a couple minutes. Let's do a okay. couple
2: minutes. <clears throat> All right. I, I, I'm I'm gonna just say something. and You let me know how you feel how you feel about. The, the person place, the thing. Elon uh, Musk. Elon Musk.
3: Genius. Uh, honestly, I think I think Elon is one of uh, the smartest people. He's, he's got some weird stuff that he believes um, with some of his AI and robotics. But I think the dude genuinely wants uh, human beings to be better. And I think that what he's doing when it comes to Twitter, SpaceX, Tesla, wanting to go to Mars, um, talking about we need to have more children. All of that stuff to me is positive is positive, and I think he's a really smart dude. Uh,
2: Ron DeSantis.
3: So I think that DeSantis is the real deal. Um, I think that he has tact. He has the ability to fight culture war on, on a level that I think is where most of these Republicans need to be. He just had a press conference uh, yesterday talking about the world economic forum. He's like, world that's economic a Joe, forum? Joe. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they won't yes. be here in Florida. No, I, again, I know that people that, that love Trump think that, you know, he's an establishment shill, but I don't think that's the case. I just think that the dude is like straight up genuine. He doesn't have the exact same charisma as Trump. Um, but I like DeSantis, man. I think he's the real deal. I don't think he's phony.
2: Trump or DeSantis?
3: DeSantis. So right he's- now, if, if the election were held today, it would probably be DeSantis for me. And the reason, and here's the reason why I think that, that Trump has, he's been so focused on what was done wrong to him in 2020, which I do think something was done wrong to him, but you're not going to fix anything. Like again, when I was giving you the two different things or whatever, it's like, you have to be able to fix something and, and do something forward. Whereas I see that DeSantis is a dude that can actually do it because he understands government in a way that maybe Trump has a better understanding, but Trump is a big ideas guy, man. He's not a minutiae guy. Trump relies on his team of people to do stuff. But the problem with Trump's team of people is he he's been so good at business, but not at government that he like, he, he feels like he can trust certain people and then people just, they do him dirty. Like his administration, his cabinet, think about how many snakes to stab this man in the back. Versus DeSantis, yep. <laughs> DeSantis, he understands government and he has his core people that have been with him and they are on message. They are on point. So that's just today. Now, if, if I were to see DeSantis announced, I would just see Trump and DeSantis go head to head. Maybe Trump has learned his lesson. Maybe these last two years he's he's learned from all of his mistakes and he really knows what to do. So I'm still like hopeful. But if DeSantis doesn't announce, it's Trump all the way, man. There's, there's no one else. There's, it's literally only only Desantis for me, if not Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's the only one for me.
2: Oh, let me ask you something, man. Because I I know I know you're not a conspiracy guy. I know you're not a conspiracy guy,
3: but I know all the conspiracies.
2: <clears throat> I, absolutely. But you know all the conspiracies. Okay. I see you. you doing a great thing over at TikTok. But do you trust the the the? I know you heard about the Chinese government and the and, and all of the, you know, privacy issues and stuff like like how you heard about the, like, like, like what are you telling yourself over at TikTok?
3: Like, yeah. So so I have no illusion that TikTok is stealing all my data. I know they are. Um, <laughs> right. Like, oh, what? that's, that's not a conspiracy. That's, <laughs>
2: right. Right. <laughs> like
3: it, it, quite literally, Marco Rubio. Like, he wants TikTok to be banned in the United States.
2: Right, like, yeah. like, yeah. And, and
3: it's not just the data. It's the algorithms. And he truly is afraid that it's damaging children. Good thing is, I'm not a child. Uh, the other thing is, I don't really care if China has all my information. Because, like, I mean, what can they do? I guess clone my identity. But I'm an American citizen. So I'm not really concerned about what China wants to do with my data. Um, right. Now, if we were in the middle of a war with China, like in physical kinetic war, then maybe I would be like, I never have a, any Chinese products in my house that they could be <laughs> like. But, but I feel that we have to compete on the spaces that the left is competing on and the left is all over TikTok. And that's that's why I stay there. But I also understand that like a lot of people, like if, if man, like if if you do care about your data and you do care about that stuff, yeah, you can't really mess with TikTok because they got it all. But then right. I would argue the government probably got it all already in America. So that's just the truth, man. Let's want to go out to the cabin, you know, build a Faraday cage and have zero electronics. <laughs> the government knows where you be. They know what you're doing. Like, let's be all very real. That's not a conspiracy, man. To see, like, my favorite thing to do um, is I love listening to interviews with former CIA operatives uh, on podcasts. Like, I've listened to, like, Dave Bustamante. Like, that right. was a really dope one that he did with Lex Friedman. But like, dude, we have no earthly idea what the intelligence man. Agencies do, man. So
2: like, I, 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 man, I already know. I already know, man. I, I be trying to, I be trying to be, I be trying to be careful. I be trying to turn my VPN on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I BB. feel it, dude. But you you know listen, I mean?
3: my my thing is like, there's things you can control and things that you can't. And I know that there's one thing out of everything. I know where my soul is. And so yeah. if, if someday the CIA wants to turn me into a terrorist and then. You know, mind control me and I go and like, you know, blow up a senior center and kill like a thousand people. And you're like, no, AK was a terrorist this whole time. <laughs> At least I know my soul where I'm going. <laughs> right, right.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, one last question. And that's it. We, we don't got no minutes left. Okay. Listen, are you going to run for office in the next three years?
3: I used to say no. I used to say I <laughs> want to get to fifty, but I'll be honest, man. I'm thinking about running, in like the next election in 2024. Um, Absolutely, I, I'm close, man. I'm close. Like I, I'm in a district for for state rep um, that the Republican lost, and it's a Democrat right now. And um, like I'm I'm gonna say this, and this might sound cocky. I've known for a long time that if I run, I'll win. It's just, do I want to really be in government? Like, I hate the government, man. No, I really do it. Do. But being a servant of the people is uh, equally important. And if, and if I keep on complaining and I'm like, well, I'm I'm not going to run. I don't want to be a representative of the people. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, that's that's not where it is. Like, part of me is like, if, if the Republican would have won this cycle, I'd be like, I'm good. Like, let that person ride that write that thing out, and I'll, I'll, whatever. But because hey. they lost, it's like, can I, can I really not at least even think about running? Probably not. So you'll probably see me running in twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely, man. Thank, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, we thank out of time. you. We out of time. Hey, man, we could do this for probably like another like like about four five no, let's hours. Do, let's,
3: do, let's do it again, man. Like, man, hey, I hey, love topping it up like
2: this. Yo, man, you j- j- hit, hit us up. He hit us up about you know I me mean, coming on y'all show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so man, let's get, let's. we you know, I'm I'm I'm, uh, talk, I'm gonna talk to Cedric about a, a date, man. That we can shoot, we can bring it back over here too.
3: Yeah, no, you guys come to the studio because we're it's the same oh. one that you guys came to before.
2: Let's do it, man. Let's do it.
3: Let's yep. do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The All right, show. thanks
2: for coming on, man. Hey,
3: Thank thanks you for having me on, Ced. Thanks for having me on, Prince. And right, uh, I'll see y'all later. All right, All right man. Peace.
2: Yep.